Listeners, start your engines. Franchise Detours bonus. Welcome to Franchise Detours, the show where we believe no movie series travels in a straight line. And this is the first Franchise Detours bonus episode. Uh, This is basically just going to be me going off on something, uh, whether for good or for ill, for a few minutes. Just kind of giving a little bit of a tip towards uh, a movie series that we've been discussing on the podcast, but also kind of tangentially bringing in some other pop culture item. So we all know that horror and musicals have a long history. I mean, Sweeney Todd, Little Shop of Horrors, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Cats, a lot of horror musicals out there. Am I right? So when I heard that Evil Dead the musical was a thing, I had already decided to cover the series of Sam Raimi films and the Fetty Alvarez directed remake slash reboot slash sequel Uh, starring Jane Levy. And being the diligent podcaster that I am, I did a little bit of research. I listened to the Evil Dead, the musical soundtrack, which is now currently on Spotify. And then, of course, the algorithms did their business. Well, Rob, you've been looking at the Evil Dead movies a lot. You've been posting about them on social media often. What up? Want to see the Evil Dead musical uh, in your city? It's coming soon in October. And I was like, I started to get premature FOMO. And I rethought it, and I actually did go to the Stageworks Theater uh, in the downtown, more channel side area of Tampa, Florida, where I live, and I saw Evil Dead the musical. And so this is just me kind of touching on the show as an idea, the production that I went to see. So I think the idea of doing a musical based on a movie is very hit and miss. We've seen that all over the place. Uh, Shrek was a musical. Legally Blonde is a musical. They're they're now doing Beetlejuice and Back to the Future. Two of my most seminal movies from childhood are getting musical treatment. I think I, I'm not sure if Beetlejuice has opened. I believe it has. Back to the Future's very soon at the time of this recording. So there is pretty much nothing that they won't at least try to adapt into a musical, whether it works or not. As we saw with another uh, Sam Raimi uh, related property. Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark, didn't exactly work. So Evil Dead the Musical, I was when I really decided to pursue this franchise, I, I knew I had to give that at least a listen. And I was pleasantly surprised. It's, it's a lot of fun. I will tell people uh, who are interested in the production that they do kind of mash together all three of the movies. The first one and the second one more, obviously more reverently. And the third one gets, you know, a lot of the one-liners are incorporated. There's sort of subtle nods to it. But what I thought was interesting about this idea of making a musical based on Evil Dead, a notoriously violent film, a notorious, like a huge cult favorite uh, among horror fanatics and, uh, and beyond. I don't even necessarily consider myself a horror fanatic. And even I love these three movies. And I, I think you'll hear in the coming episodes how uh, how 
the movies reach beyond horror into comedy and they become much more accessible, especially in uh, the second and third films. But what makes this production fun is that it, it, it's lovingly sort of poking fun at the films. And there's a, obviously a big sort of discussion on the original movie. Was it meant to be campy? Was it just that, you know, it was sort of an in- independent production and it didn't exactly go according to plan or, or whatever. Did it, did it course correct as it went along? Obviously, the second film is a very much remaking, retconning sort of elements of the first movie. And this production really leans into not only the comedy, but sort of the absurdity of those movies. Uh, the The musical has not only the big bombastic numbers, the five main characters from the original film are all sort of dialed up as stereotypes and cliches. Ash is pretty much fell fu- well, fully formed as we know him in the latter films, especially and the other ones sort of fall into, you know, the misogynistic ass, like the, the sex pot, the, the, like the virgin. And then, you know, the, the fifth wheel, essentially like it's, they're, they're all trying to fit specific uh, tropes that developed in this cabin in the woods genre that evil dead really sort of pioneered. So I love that aspect of it. I also really think the music is really catchy. It sort of has a, a rock, uh, a rock edge to it. There's a lot of, of guitar riffs and things like that. There's a lot of uh, bad puns, which as a dad I really appreciate it. That they they really dial in on the uh, the humor side of it. There uh, there was some on stage blood, so I would I would caution you know those of you who if you wouldn't see the movies, don't go to see the show. I did, uh, even though I wasn't in the splash zone, I did get splashed a bit by uh, what looked like a, a super soaker offstage kind of shooting members of the audience. Um, but it's a really fun adaptation and it's and it's obviously was created with so much heart and so much love for this franchise in mind. And that's really what we celebrate on Franchise Detours. And that's why I felt compelled to go and check it out, uh, to do my due diligence. And you'll hear on the episode's uh, of this podcast when I cover the Evil Dead films that I mentioned the musical, I think every single one, at least the first three I talk about. So I've been listening to the musical a lot and this real, this song's really fun or blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I love that, that this franchise started in such a relatively small, low key place and has exploded to the fact that it's now all, all over, you know, conventions there's people dressed like ash there's deadites there's video games there's a there was a tv series obviously ash versus evil dead there you know was a musical interpretation so i think that's really fun the other thing that makes this one unique is that it points out these sort of inconsistencies that was one of the things that really surprised me listening to the soundtrack you don't really get to appreciate the nuances of not only the performances which in full tribute to the original film you can't tell if our earnest or intentionally campy and over the top and bad. It's sometimes the acting was questionable in the production that I saw. And I I'm almost hundred percent convinced that was because of that's how the acting is in some of the early evil dead movies, particularly the first one. Uh, but there are some jokes that are not on the soundtrack that I found really funny. Uh, one was, I don't think the Bobby Joe one was on there, but one was the character of Jake from the second film who shows up here and has a whole like country Western song to himself, which I, it might be one of the, one of the funnier uh, moments of the show. And he mentions his wife, Bobby Joe, who's obviously a character in the movie and how given, given the, uh, the production that he's in, 
uh, Bobby Joe would have been sort of redundant and unnecessary, which makes a lot of sense since Bobby Joe essentially fulfills the Cheryl role of being attacked in the woods from the first movie. So I thought that was a really fun nod, as well as sort of when the transition point happens from the, the story of the first movie to the story of the second movie, uh, the bodies of, of, uh, of uh, oh my God, Scott and Shelly and, uh, well, Linda's there. The Scott and, and Shelly are no longer part of the picture. Cheryl sort of takes the Henrietta role in the uh, Evil Dead 2 portion of it. So I think that, I thought that was really fun. Ash makes a comment about how, yeah, this looks bad. You know, me here with Linda's, uh, with Linda's head spoilers for Evil Dead movies. But uh, imagine, at least there was, at least it's not a whole pile of bodies all over the place. So I thought that was really fun. As, as a person who has a podcast all about film franchises, pointing out the journey that they take from their inception to where they currently stand. I really appreciated the way that the Evil Dead musical, which I believe was originally produced like the mid 2000s, um, that it's willing to sort of point out those those places where the Evil Dead mythos, it's a little spotty. The book is kind of conveniently does whatever it needs to. You know, the rules sort of make up as they go along. People die and then not really. Like that kind of stuff. It leans into sort of the all the cliches that horror fans love so much. So I would highly recommend to check it out. It's, it's a ton of fun. Uh, if you are interested in the Evil Dead musical uh, and you're local in Tampa, Florida, where I am, am, I would definitely recommend going to stageworkstheater.org. That's stageworkstheater, T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org. Uh, and checking out some of their production, uh, their shows. They're going to be running it all throughout the rest of the month. So if you're listening to this soon after it's posted, you might be able to catch it. And if you're interested in just Evil Dead musical as a whole, go to EvilDeadTheMusical.com. They have productions happening all over the place. Again, obviously throughout October, uh, for the most part, leaning into Halloween month and all of that. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. I thought th- I had a lot of fun. I actually went by myself. As people, you know, listeners of this podcast know, uh, I I may have mentioned it on here. I think I mentioned that that Kai and I were expecting a second one. He is now born. This is being recorded after all the Evil Dead episodes you're going to hear in the coming couple months. Uh, so it didn't make sense for Kai, who's not usually into horror or musicals for that matter, uh, to come with me to this musical. So I actually went by myself. I would recommend if you could bring in a group, that would be probably the ideal situation for it. But a lot of fun, wear a poncho or something that you're not worried about getting wet because uh, it did not expect to get to get wet and sticky uh, while I was sitting in the in the row, uh, like the middle of the middle of the theater, too. The Stageworks Theater is a a small sort of local theater and it's nestled into this, the Channel Side District here in Tampa. Very cool. I'm assuming that the other productions going on nationwide will also be in smaller venues. This is obviously kind of a niche show, so definitely go out there. If you feel comfortable given the pandemic and everything, wear a mask. I, I wore a mask the entire time. Just, just, you know, dealing with small children. I'm fully vaxxed, but I have two small kids at home. Do what makes you feel comfortable. But if you feel comfortable, definitely go out there, support live theater. We need to keep, uh, the movies. I talk about the movies a lot here, obviously also theater, just as important as a performing art. You got to keep these people employed, keep live performances, uh, alive and thriving, even in this, kind of chaotic time. Uh, I hope everyone is enjoying the Child's Play slash Chucky mega series. We have one more episode coming up from that. Uh, That one for Cult of Chucky will be going up on the 27th of October. So 
about a about a week or so after you're hearing this, after this is going up. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of great guests coming up for our Evil Dead mega series. Uh, Brie from the Geeky Waffles coming back to talk about the original film. We have uh, we have David Rosen from Piecing It Together talking about Evil Dead Two. We have Jeff Johnson from the upcoming Sun and Suns and Shadows cast talking about Army of Darkness. We have film critic Angie Aguayo coming on to talk about the 2013 remake slash sequel. I always have to do that because I'm I even I'm unsure where it fits into the continuity. So uh, hopefully this will sort of whet your appetites for what is happening uh, in the next couple of months at Franchise Detours. But just wanted to throw this out there and give some major props to the entire team at Stageworks Theater. It was a lot of fun, and I, I loved watching the Evil Dead musical. I thought it was really f- cool of them to to license that uh, that production, that show, and, and perform that music, because it is, it is really fun and irreverent. And that's I've, I, after hearing me talk about the Chucky movies for weeks on end. Clearly, you know that that's something that I appreciate. So go check out the Evil Dead movies. Check out Chucky on USA and Sci-Fi. Go see Evil Dead the musical if it's near you. And stick around for a lot more Evil Dead uh, talk in the coming weeks and months. And if you have seen Evil Dead the musical, let me know what you thought. I would love to kind of commiserate with more Evil Dead fans. I'm I, uh, I'm finding out that there are many more out there that are into the child's play and Evil Dead films than I thought. And so I would love to kind of uh, relive some of those are your favorite moments from this show. You can reach me on Twitter at Crooked Table, also at Crooked Table on Instagram and via email at Robert at Crooked And for now, that's a wrap on another Crooked Table production. See you in about a week for Cult of Chucky. Tying a bow on the films of uh, of the our favorite killer doll, and until then, stay crooked, everybody. This has been a production of CrookedTable.com. All rights reserved. Z R O K E D.